All right, we have a Cleveland Moto podcast. Hey, guys, uh, for everyone who listened last week, I'm terribly sorry about the audio problems. And they're off. The, uh, we just, uh, I had set the recorder up wrong. It's entirely my fault. I take full responsibility for it. Hopefully everything's better now. So we'll see how this one sounds, kind of going with a different format for the recorder. Uh, to my immediate left is... Oscar. And to his... Steve Hoffer. And... Johnny Chrome. That's it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's funny. We're going to do a podcast. It's going to be a little bit shorter tonight. I'm going to see the Dropkick Murphys uh, with Flogging Mollies tonight. And then there's the Punk and Drublick tour happening down uh, east of uh, east of Columbus, which is an outdoor music festival with camping. So a, a punk rock camping yes. festival. You know they'll never Ugh. be able to do this again. Because it's all the punk rock bands uh... and... Uh, they just no effects. Just got in trouble for making comments about the Vegas shooting, and so uh, Fat Mike got fired from his own tour because <laughs> he made a comment something about like, well, you know, we just had punk rock bowling, and I'm completely paraphrasing here. We just had punk rock bowling in Vegas, and nobody shot at us. So you know, because we're not pop because we're not hillbillies. Yeah, right. And I think the word hillbilly was even used. And the point is. It is punk rock to say things that are inflammatory. It is yeah. punk rock to, you know, fuck you and your mom too. Um, punk rock has never been PC. Nope. And so it is It is kind of strange to me that somebody makes a comment, a First Amendment type, I have a right to say what I want to say kind of thing. Yeah. And then somebody else goes, yes, but this is our tour. And we don't approve of your... Dude, you don't approve. That's the whole world's I'm gone off sorry. the fucking deep end. Dude. Do you think anybody just, approved uh, of anything Sid Vicious did or Johnny Rotten or fucking? <laughs> have you seen the Dwarves? Have you? I mean, I mean, there are bands out there that I've seen people shit on stage. You know, there's, you know, Johnny Thunders. It's fucking punk rock, man. And honestly, I've also seen some of our old country heroes melt down on stage. And they couldn't. Apparently, they couldn't do that today because we're all a kinder, gentler people. Uh, yeah, don't offend my I've, sensibilities. I've personally seen Hank Williams Jr. stumble through two songs, throw up, and be dragged off stage. Yeah, Dick Dale, Dick Dick Dale, <laughs> con- canceled a concert here in Cleveland after three songs because he was too fucked up to understand that he needed a battery in his pedal for his guitar. <laughs> and literally, the ba- I think the battery in the pedal died, and he couldn't figure it out. And he, he cursed us all. He cursed the entire grog shop. He told us all, like, you're all fucking... And, like, just made a fucking... I just bought a $40 shirt, too, motherfucker. And then he <laughs> walks off the stage never to come back. And I was just like, where's his bus? I'm going to own that fucking bus. So, yeah, that's the game. So, yeah, but it well, is this clearly... Is, the, this society is a creation of 17th place, place awards yeah. and participation awards... Yeah. And all this other stuff. And, you know, I was watching, the other, last night I was watching uh, Don Rickles. Oh. And Don Rickles ripping on yeah. Ronald Reagan at his inauguration, at, yes. in the 95 yeah. inauguration or something. Yeah. And, you know what? He ripped on everybody. He, right. ripped, on, uh, he ripped on every race. Yeah. He ripped on every religion. Yeah. He ripped on everybody. And, you know what? People laughed it up because, you know what? Of course. They yeah. didn't. Nobody took offense back then. Yeah, it was a joke. Yeah. People and now, stood in line to get torn down by Don Rickles, right? You know, and and now the triumph, the insult, comedy dog. So a rubber dog says something silly. A rubber dog puppet 
says something about you, and you're going to sue the rubber dog. Sure. Why not? And you're going to ban the rubber dog from things. And you're and and TV <laughs> networks aren't going to right. TV networks are no longer going to air things that may or may not have the rubber dog puppet showing up. Fucking crazy people. So anyway, but that's that's not exactly first it. or last, and they have to go back. To uh, that. You know, uh, I had a very I, I was traumatized the other day because it was uh, Memorial Day, and I was running around on my day off. No, on the rest of America's day off. And I was running around and uh, picking up and delivering bikes all day long and mm. going long distances to do it. And some dude driving the other way, my wife and I, you know, my wife's in the truck with me and we're driving my Tundra. And uh, we're hauling ass and trying to, you know, get shit done. But dude's driving head on, you know, he's in the other lane coming at us. And what do I see? But he is giving me the hardest thumbs down ever, anyone's ever given me. I mean, uh, like a full on. I'm a thousand meters away, and I'm telling you, thumbs down, motherfucker. Why? Through the windshield of his truck, aiming right at me, giving me the thumbs down. And I was like, what the fuck is that all about? And he's like, drive an American pickup truck. It's the most American uh, pickup truck made. And I was, I literally, <laughs> it is. I did, and I looked at him and I went, 98% American content Isn't this true? and manufactured in San Antonio. So not only is it made in America, but it's made of America, right? As opposed to the F-150, what he was driving, which I'm pretty sure may be Windsor, Canadian. I think a lot of our the content's Mexican, too. And mostly a lot, of, a lot of Mexican parts, right? Yeah. And I know they build them in Tecate, and I know they build them in, in Windsor as well. And your Dodge is a Fiat. <laughs> oh, God. Don't get me started. Oh, yeah, man. right. And that's, but I felt terrible because the guy was giving me the thumb down. And that really comes back to... Uh, there is a weird thing that, you know, your your Honda may be built in Thailand, your Honda scooter, your Honda motorcycle may be built in Thailand, your Honda, uh, I rode an amazing bike the other day, the Honda 919, that acid green oh. one. Yep, yep. Those are awesome. Oh, 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 oh. I think they call it a hornet in other cultures. Yes. Hmm. Oh, my God. What a fun bike. How big of a motor does it have? 919cc. <laughs> what? 919. It's an inline four-cylinder across-the-frame sport bike. 919. Nakedy, naked, naked. Holy crap. Skinny. I mean, not skinny. Hold on. Svelte. Lightweight. Adorable. And rides like any 600 you'd ever want to ride. Right. But the power is like perfect. And this, and it's fuel-injected. It, oh. it has a little brother that's even more is nimble. Is it a 600 Hornet? Five ninety nine. Five ninety nine. I like that. You can't call it, don't call it a six hundred. It's even more nimble. Is what I'm saying. It is. I'm yep. sure it is. I was very impressed by this. You know, you know, whatever it was, fourteen year old bike or I don't, I don't know how old it's it was. Ninety something. Is it? Was. Yeah. Ninety eight. Uh, nine. Yeah. This nine one nine. I took out for a honk. The mini me. Oh, I liked it. Oh, that mini me no, was that Z one twenty five. Oh, that's what was okay. Yeah. This one was like that, that was a Kawasaki Z one twenty five. Okay. Kawasaki's version of the Gram. Right. That I happen to park directly next to person, yeah. my uh, 15 Versys. Mm -hmm. And boy, that was a mini-me situation. Uh, <laughs> never seen so much Kawasaki green in one place. The uh, very Oh, thank you, Steve. Another beers. Always right appreciate it. Uh, the lighter one. Yeah, the lighter of the two. The lighter yeah. of the two. No, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks. So yeah, super fun, 919. I'm going to do some more research into that. That's going to go on to my list of bikes that I might have to buy someday. The majority of them are burgundy or... Um, I like the green... 
Oh, Give me the green, baby. St- slate? I forget what they called the other color. Gray. Gray, yeah. yeah gray. The one we had yep. in here was yep. that. Yep. And it was yep. such a clear... Yeah, that exact yep. light. Yep. And such a clear, unabashed rip-off of a speed triple. You know, everything short of the bug eyes. Ish, yeah. And uh, this one still had factory pipes on it, which didn't sound terrible. And uh, But, God, the power was so nice, and it was so light on its toes. It hmm. really felt good. And uh, I, you know the guy got that bike for free? His brother gave it to him? Wow. I don't know what the situation is. Like, the, the brother had kids and beca- decided he was an adult and gave it to this guy. And, and this adult. guy, this guy's, you know, this guy might not appreciate how cool this bike is. But, yeah, he got uh, it for free. Probably not. And uh, I took it out for that test ride. I was price like, is right. this is a really good bike. <laughs> yeah, it was super cool. No matter where I sit at these podcasts, that yeah. Ducati's always... That, Oh, the guy is always staring at. Yeah, the Multistrada is just eye fucking you. Yeah, that Multistrada wants you. That Multistrada wants your hands up in its guts. Yeah, no. Take me home. Yep, that's what it wants. It wants you to be like castrated, and it needs to be decastrated. Be decastrated. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's got a fuel pump issue, and nobody's had the energy to do it yet. Because we're working on paying customers. Convert me to carburation. (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah. I do have a report to give for anybody who gives a fuck. Um, I've been riding the NT700V around because, you know, I I picked up the NT700V at auction because I had heard that it was a good replacement, a worthy replacement for the PC800. And here's what I will tell you. It is not a worthy replacement for the PC800. It is... uh, it is not acceptable that this modern fuel-injected V-twin transalp-powered 700cc motor that weighs a lot less than a PC800, like the whole bike weighs less than a PC800, because a PC800 is not a dainty little girl. It is nowhere near as fast mm. as a PC800. But is it more comfortable? Nope. So it's nope. It is not more comfortable okay. than a PC eight hundred. It it the the NT seven hundred V Deauville or Duville, depending <laughs> on where you are. The Deauville. Deauville. Uh, that bike, its riding position is a little more aggressive than the PC eight hundred. Mm-hmm. The feet on the your feet on the PC eight hundred are what I would call slight, like one or two inches ahead of mid. They're okay. one or two inches ahead of a dead mid, mm-hmm. whereas the Deauville is one or two inches behind a dead mid. Oh. Mm. So that's I, mean, I I do actually like having my feet behind me a little bit, but my biggest problem with it is I love the brakes. I mean, the brakes, the six-pot calipers, and oh, God, when you hit the brakes on that thing, the world stops for you. Mm. But it doesn't feel good it feels cheap it doesn't feel as well put together as the pc and unless you have the european bag covers the, the european doors on the rear cases with the american doors on the rear cases they're not big enough to hold anybody's helmet right. so you have to order in the european doors which are much wider and they're pretty fucking expensive to upgrade your bike to the european doors but it does have the pass-through, so it could hold Liza's dildo. It couldn't hold Liza's dildo. <laughs> yep, it could. It could hold Liza's like dildo two, with no problem. Them. Maybe two, two or three of them. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. yeah. But, so, so they Steve, don't rattle around in there. Yeah. <laughs> so, Steve, in there. <laughs> tell the podcast listeners what you thought would be the perfect build 
of a PC-800 to fix it. So since the Deauville didn't fix it, oh. what would you do to the existing PC-800? Well, first of all, the brakes, like you yeah, said. We'd replace the brakes with uh, well, ABS and, and the same... I mean, the braking system on the... The, the Deville is nice. Is fine. Yeah. yeah. And I like link brakes. My, I mean, I personally like link brakes. Yep. And so that would be uh, fuel inject, fuel oh, inject absolutely. PC-800. Yeah. Absolutely. And give it another gear. Give it a six spe- sixth gear. Six speed was, be- and you know what? And that's mm-hmm. what I didn't, I didn't say that when I'm in my little mm-hmm. report. But yeah, at 85 miles an hour, the Deville, the Deville, <laughs> was I was I kept stabbing it looking for another gear at eighty five miles an hour at eighty five it was like I'm singing and that says that's saying something considering I have been daily riding a Versi six fifty which also kind of sings it's at, both, both at full chat so because it's a <clears> twin <throat> and uh, <clears throat> so yeah I think the Deville it wouldn't hurt the Deville to have another gear. So definitely six-speed transmission well, the P- the for the PC. PC has n- no vibration from like forty-five thousand yeah. up to redline. Yep, you're absolutely 45, right. Forty-five hundred. Forty. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yep. And keep the shaft, obviously. Yeah, keep shaft. No dry. reason to get rid of the shaft. Yep, yep. No, and then the back end, I would say get rid of that that bump up, that little bump out the behind, fake the, the fake, fake wing. Yeah, the flat part. Yeah, and then. Or, or if you don't get rid of it, or flatten it out and add a, uh, another light for relief for yep. that big, wide, blank area in the back. Just so, to make yeah. it some type of relief. Because the back of a PC-800 is its worst feature. You know, when you're, when you're behind a PC-800, that is a fucking barn door of white paint. And then that... <laughs> the light is nice, though, the because light it goes all the way... There's three lights Because it's a Honda Accord. Because it's a, literally a fucking Honda Accord that somebody shrunk down. <laughs> somebody shrunk a 1989 Honda Accord. It feels like driving. Yeah. Right. Or a Lexus. Looking at the it dashboard has a, of a Honda Accord. And it has... Oh, yeah. The dashboard is totally... And I love the dashboard yeah. on a PC-800. Yeah. I wish it was red, though, instead of blue. What? I wish the lighting was red. Oh, instead of blue? Uh, yeah. Instead of blue. I do, not like, I do not like blue lighting. Just like the Zero. Oh, okay. I do not like blue, blue? at night. Yeah. I actually, I, I do kind of like the, I do like the dashboard of the PC800 yeah. because it is so fucking automotive. I mean, no, I like the dashboard. It, I, mean, I like the layout. If it I had like a door design. jar light on it, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> that they just stole it out trunk of another trunk of jar. They do <laughs> blue because it's supposed to be brighter than any other color. But it's hard to adjust. Like if you're really in the dark, yeah. It's like it, when you look it, down, at, oh, if you're yeah. looking at red, it's and not you look particularly up, good for night vision. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Night yeah. Vi- blue is hard on your night vision. Yep. Uh, red uh, is far more gentle to your night the, vision. So we've had a full moon for the last, yeah. I mean, whatever, a few days. This for the past week. two months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the past two months, and I was riding down 480 on the zero. Yeah. And I turned the lights off. <laughs> mm. And it was the coolest thing it's to ride very down 480, cool. like. <laughs> there's no lights out there. It's just dark. And and I'm going to work at four in the morning, yeah. so there's no cars on the road. Oh, that's so cool. And there's a full moon, and, no and I have the lights yeah. off. Yeah. And it was just... It's, it's just I silent. love riding in the dark. Oh, it's I don't so know cool. why. It's, oh, it's awesome. That's fucking <laughs> great. That is awesome. I used to... When I was a young person, I used to work down in Valley View and lived in Royalton. I lived at my parents' house still. And uh, worked till midnight... Close the store down there till twelve thirty, but man, it was cool because you come out of there and you ride along the canal, 
and there's all this mist. Oh yeah. Oof. And you could I could turn off my headlight. What did I have at that time? I think I had a 650B. I think I had a Kawasaki KZB. But you could turn the headlight off and have just enough light out of the oh the indicators. Out, no, out of the ambers, out, oh, of, the, the out of the running yeah. lights. Yeah. And it, it was I. I've never piloted a plane, but it has to be really close to flying. <laughs> Going through those the mist right. coming mm-hmm. off the canal, and uh, what you were just saying, just enough, just enough to see the the lines to know you're you're still there. You know, you're not going off the road. It was awesome. It's so cool. Yeah. It's a good feeling, man. It really is. Oh, so you want to let let Kevin in? We have a Kevin Rosman showing up. His first time ever in the podcast. That's great. So Kevin worked at the shop. Uh, he started working for me on the East Side shop, and. Uh, when I met, I think when I met Kevin, didn't you have your uh, your TW two hundred? Oh yeah, it was right back. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. So we're already rolling with podcasts. So Sweet. Kevin, what did you ride in tonight? Did you ride your FC one? Yeah, tonight was FC one night. Yeah, cool. Fun as ever. Short ride. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're, na- you're now you're in the neighborhood. <laughs> I am. I am. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. How's everyone doing tonight? Doing great. Right. You brought your own Gatorade. Very nice. Brox's guy here. Seriously, got a silver boule, <laughs> a silver boule pounder, and uh, yeah, it's it's been a long day, you know. It has been a long day. So now, um, how are things going at the trash company? Oh, wonderful! www.dumpster.com. That's the one. All right, yeah. Fantastic. So that's it's, so it's a brand new company. Brand new company. Brand new trucks. Brand new trucks. Brand new dumpsters. Brand new dumpsters. Fucking awesome. Yeah, nice. no, I'm, I'm a happy yeah. guy. And what's the truck you're driving? Uh, they're Mac uh, Granite series of trucks. Okay. Straight trucks. Um, they're beautiful. I they're mean, big. I mean, it's yeah. it's a, it's not, I mean, this is not a little short truck. How long is that truck? Oh, dude, I don't even know the length right now, but it's a dual axle. It's got a tag axle on it, too, so three axle total. I mean, it's... A Mac granite. Yeah. I mean, that thing's got to be thirty feet long. It's honestly huge. offhand. Yeah. I don't know the measurement, but that's a great place to spend uh, yeah. ten hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> and it's automatic. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, awesome oh luxury. <laughs> look at look at Johnny ten speed over Believe here. Believe it or not. <laughs> Believe it or not. The newest ones even have heated uh, driver's seats. Feet. Fuck you, Phil. Yeah. Uh-huh. You and your damn ten speed. <laughs> I, I like an 18 personally, but yeah, <laughs> 18 you should basically shift to use eight of them, and unless right. you're heavy and right. Right. yeah, automatic, fucking right? automation. Well, but he's <laughs> working in the name. city. He's driving them around town. Yeah. So what's uh, what do you guys? What's 20 20 yards your biggest? Oh no, 40 yards are biggest. 40 yards. Yeah. So it is all, it's all. That's a small lot of trash. God damn trash! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh. Yeah. People fill them. Yeah, they do. I know we filled up a whole bunch of twenty yards here. Yeah, we went through like five You're or six. You're shocked at how much trash you yeah. collect. Yeah, well, how much trash we cleaned out of this building? Yeah, oh, it was just epic. What oh, landfill wow. do you go to? Uh, depends. Um, they have the a landfill we... for those. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we go to. The what do you think this is, Florida? <laughs> <laughs> well, the one we the one we mostly go to is um, I think it's waste management out and uh, off Cochran Road in oh. Solon. Solon, yeah. Uh, one of them, and then there's a couple of transfer stations. Do uh, you they go know to. how much it costs for you to dump a 40-yard container at the landfill? I'm trying to think. Just curious. I'd have like, to look at the... Within t- $1,000. Oh, no, it's under $1,000 for sure. I'm teasing. I was going to say. Yeah. No, but they do get expensive. Yeah. <laughs> it's 254 for 12 yards. Is it 254 for 12 yards? But they for base it on yeah. uh, pickup, and they base it on per ton. 
Okay. All right. So it just depends on what the material you're dumping. So okay. we're, we're paying two fifty. Yeah. Material is the biggest oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, but that's for shit. I mean, yeah. well, <laughs> great grease and rags. <laughs> great grease and rags. <laughs> oh yeah. So back to motorcycles. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, that's why I came here for. So <laughs> enough shit talk. Right. Yeah. God damn it. So what do you? Uh, okay. So you are also. He, Kevin's been really watching our auction activity. Oh, so he's like really a, been keeping an eye yes. on it. And uh, I know you got to sit on the Versus 1000. Yes. You tried that on. Yes. And tried on some other bikes. Didn't want to get off. We were just talking about how I wasn't <laughs> super happy with the, the, the NT700D. I, I, it's not everything I wanted it to be. All right. It's, uh, it's, not good, it's not better at being a PC800 than the PC800 was. Is it close? Nope. The oh. PC800 is more powerful. The PC800 is faster. Really? Yep. More mm-hmm. and, and also, and we, we talked about more max lowers. Yep, I it just, does. And it gives you better, the PC-800 gives you better wind protection. I guess and heat. Yeah. And In on the, the PC-800, when your legs get chilly, you open your legs up a couple of inches, and they get really, really warm. And on the DeVille, when your legs get chilly, you have to hug the bodywork, because that's where the heat is. Okay. okay. It's, so, almost, it's almost too much heat if you're wearing shorts. Be. Yeah. They like can. you got to put your put the legs out another couple inches. Yes, to, to catch, get the, to get to the catch an outside airstream. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's pretty warm. But the definitely, I will say that we, I think it can be advertised based on the heat management of the PC eight hundred that those vents on the side of the motor, the, the vents on the side of the body mm-hmm. are absolutely heaters. Those mm-hmm. vents are absolutely... like it can be said that it's an attribute of a PC eight hundred. That it has a passenger warming system. It has heat. Oh, yeah, it has yeah. heat. I, I think I if you put deflectors, those yes. deflectors they had on it, yep. that you would never have to worry about it in the winter. I agree. Yeah. And I was thinking about cutting vents, since mine's a roach. Right. I was thinking of cutting vents yep. in the panel, that flat panel right by your oh, knees, yeah. and yeah. just making it so you have a, a knife, like a knife yeah. gate or something, where right. you can yeah. just open it up and let the heat. Instead of going out the vents, blow right. straight back on you. Yeah, that thing is that thing is a real marvel of heat management underneath it. There's Space more shooting. aluminum than the space shuttle, I think. Mm. It's crazy how how much insulation they put on that thing to keep its motor from. You know, I'll take a picture. I have up. one uh, taken apart. Oh, you do? Yeah, at my shop. Okay, and uh, I'll take a picture of what's underneath. What it's what it looks like when yeah. you finally get to the motor that's on the bottom right. of the bike. And it's encased in like uh, it looks like foam. Well, it is, and like when I took mine apart, that insulation that's in there is the same thing that Honda, I think, uses in their generator world to keep the generators quiet and to keep mm-hmm. the heat management of the generators. Heat or is yeah. it noise? Yeah, I, I don't, I'm sure it's mostly mm-hmm. heat. It catches yeah. spark plugs. <laughs> it catches spark plugs. It does. The spark plugs drop right spark in. Spark plug attractor. Yes, <laughs> is, that is. Be very careful when servicing the spark plugs. Only use the factory supplied spark plug wrench. When attempting to excavate or re- <laughs> extricate, <laughs> to extricate spark plugs. But from, from the specs of both bikes, yeah. are they supposed to be close? Yeah, I in, think. In I horsepower, think, or is it just it feels slow, but it. Yeah, no, I the think has more, supposedly has more. Yes, the, De- the DeVille. Three horsepower more. Or yeah, the DeVille is supposed to have more horsepower than T700V. It doesn't feel like it's it. It's supposed right. to, and it is considerably lighter than the PC800. That's, that's why it's kind of weird. And all that being said, I can launch the PC800, I feel, with a much greater degree of enthusiasm mm-hmm. and row through the gears and be faster at the top of third gear with more extreme enthusiasm, joy, and vitality than I can with the DeVille, which feels like I'm generating noise and fury, but I'm not generating miles mm. per hour. 
Yeah, the shifting on the PC is No, we're talking about the <laughs> NT Silver NT700V. The NT700V. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, the PC800 wannabe. Yeah. Was it was it supposed to be? <laughs> the Duville. A, uh, a PC replacement? Or yeah, I like definitely a... think that when you look at what the bike does and how it does it, I think it absolutely is a replacement for the PC800. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think there's any chance it's anything but. It's it's a what it is. It's a commuter. Right. And it's designed to carry onboard luggage without adding luggage to it. That's true. And in the European market, at least with the bigger covers, it can carry helmet in both sides. Okay. Okay. So it's you, you can't ignore the fact that they do the same job. Okay. Or what? What did Steve? Did you say today? Uh, S uh, ST seven hundred. ST eleven hundred. Eleven. No. ST seven hundred. ST seven hundred. If they wouldn't have called really? it a Doville, if they wouldn't have oh, called it an NT seven hundred V, if they would have called it an ST seven hundred. It would have been a shame of the ST name. It would have been more but, accurate. Well, but like BMW did with the F800 ST, the idea is it's a sport tour. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a sport tour. It is a sport tour. Yep, it is. And uh, so that's that. I sent Sparky home on the CTX 700 to oh, get oh, his opinion. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what he says. I bet it'll get an appliance type feeling to it. They're pretty low, pretty low revving. You know, they're not, you can't, you can't ring the tits off of them. Isn't that kind of Honda's new game? I mean, yeah. remember we had the, uh, flat four, the flat forward twin engine. Yeah, the 500s yeah. were kind of uninspiring. Was and, it the 500s? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're just 700s. not. 700s. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't, I think the red line is 6,200 RPM or something like that. Which is low. Yeah. Yeah, that's low for a motorcycle. Okay. I mean, that's, you know, that's low for my truck. Well, I pulled up the specs. Yeah. yeah. And the, the PC800 has 57 horsepower. Okay. And they, they don't give you a like rating it. on... They don't give you a rating on the NT. Oh, they don't? No. Hmm. But ah, sneaky monkeys. But like I thought, the uh, PC800 has a three-valve head. Yes. And the Duoville has a four-valve head. Really? So that's why the torque is so much better. Yeah. In the, That's why I think it, the PC800 feels a lot so better. So with the NT700, they're going for spin, whereas right. with, the, with the PC800, they were going for grunt. Right, and that's why the PC800 has a thousand uh, RPM lower red line. Okay, okay, that makes, makes sense. perfect sense. Mm, yeah, and more displacement too. Yeah. Right, and it's 130. I think it's 130. Now that being it? said, as much as we are joking, I mean, right now we do put this in context. I tried my balls off to wheelie a PC800. I mean, I did everything I know how to do, and I can wheelie a lot of weird motorcycles that shouldn't be wheelied, and I couldn't get the PC800 to oblige me with a wheelie. It didn't do it. Wouldn't have it. Wouldn't have it. Hmm. No, there, there was either not enough flywheel weight, or not enough clutch, or not enough. Mm-hmm. I couldn't bounce it hard enough. I just couldn't make the bike give me a good wheelie. I mm-hmm. mean, I could get the front wheel off the ground like two, three inches, but I couldn't get anything resembling like a yeah, baby. Right. And you know, the, the Versus six fifty out there, I can get a wheelie oh. out of that. The other day, I did it just for shits and giggles because I wanted to know. What a real, true maximum performance type takeoff looked like on the on the Versys 650. It was a really good wheelie in first, a really good wheelie in second, somewhat pathetic wheelie in third, and a little itty baby wheelie in fourth. <laughs> but oh, that's really. saying something. We're getting no a fourth gear wheelie out of a 650. I can't do that with a KLR. Yeah, soft know. suspension to in that one, right? Yeah, squishy. Yeah. yeah. The Versys is adjustable. You know, you do have a certain amount of, you know, it's adjustable, you know, crank it up, crank it down suspension. Uh, the, ver- the suspension on the Versys is really good. I really like it. Well, yeah. One more thing. Yes, sir. The reason why the PC800 feels so much better, too, is yeah. it's got a longer stroke than bore. Yes. 
and that would short the NT is a short stroke, short stroke square ball, and that's uh, yeah. and, and I prefer right. the high. I prefer, prefer long the stroke stroke. So yeah, strokers are give you a torque. different feel. Yeah. More torque, exactly. Right. Definitely some jokes to be had there. Yes, well, and you know what? And, and our podca- <laughs> so in our podcast, we are no longer going for low hanging fruit. Oh no no no! Just so uh, when Dustin's like, when Dustin's here, Dustin is officially yeah. Dustin is officially our low hanging fruit guy. Okay. So he makes every single entendre, double entendre yeah. joke that you could go Trump after. Jokes and all, yep, right. Yep. He, Dustin does. And so when Dustin's not here. Those are low hanging. <laughs> when Dustin's not here, we don't have to worry about the, the, the obvious that's what she said type jokes. So, yeah. And that's, that's cool. And we also don't have to listen to the subtle sounds of vaping. So the, uh, or smell fruit hoops all <laughs> the time. <laughs> so. Oh, man. So, uh. I bought two bikes at the same time today. Is is this one of them behind me? No, no. This was bought. This was one. bought two, two auctions ago. All right, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah we get to work on it. So yeah, I bought two bikes at exactly the same time, and, and both Oscar and Steve were here when it happened. So the one guy brought in a Piaggio BV five hundred, which than a, less than a minute flat. <laughs> less than a minute flat. What? Oh yeah, I'm a, this is a I'm, game show. Oh, I'm like a machine. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a machine these days, and. Uh, so Steve, to preface, in previous podcasts, Steve has said, how many miles did you put on your BV500? 20,000. 20, you wrote it to Connecticut? To, I, well, I wrote it to uh, Boston. I wrote it to Chicago. I wrote it to Rockford. I wrote it to New York. I wrote, it, I wrote that thing everywhere. He wow. is the most qualified person in this room to talk about BV500s. Oh, they're and, great. They're super comfy, except for that horrendous seat. But I put a... I put, What'd you do to yours? Beads. Oh, you had beads. Taxi beads. I love taxi yeah. beads. Man. I love taxi driver beads. <laughs> I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm 90 like now. <laughs> I figure you're going to go with sheepskin, the beads, or oh the airhawk. Oh, my God. I've never yeah. seen well, like, the combination thereof. Airhawk air and sheepskin is like, oh, well, we're on that podcast air now. Hawk. Welcome to the ADV Writer Podcast. Airhawk. I have yeah. sheepskin. Of course you have an airhawk. <laughs> well, you also sheepskin. rode, what was, the, what, was your, oh. <laughs> what was your FZ1 trip? Oh, that was like... Um, California and everything. Right. Here, California, Death Valley, Vegas, Texas, Colorado, Washington, Oregon. Yeah, so that, everything. So that yeah, was, okay, and, so and every, how long did you spend? What um, was your trip time? How many days? over two weeks. Yeah, 14 days on yes. the road, right? So that's oh, that justifies you, purchasing an $85 fucking seat. Yeah, $85 seat cushion. Sometimes I use it just to go around town. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it in the summer because it keeps your butt from sweating. Well, I have, I use, mm. a, I've got a couple of different bead ones that I've used for different yeah. bikes. And I did, I tried, on my cross-country trip, my Alaska <clears> trip, <throat> I tried, in one trip, I tried, I started with uh, a, a faux hawk, oh, with okay. a fake oh. air hawk. <laughs> I started with a $32 fake air hawk. It, that thing wasn't qualified to be a pool toy. <clears throat> oh, wow. And then I moved up to a... Uh, then I moved up to an actual Airhawk, and then I moved up to a sheepskin. Okay. And then I moved. I couldn't. None of them made me happy. And then I moved into. This is on a. By the way, this is on a 1987 Interceptor, VF 700 oh, Interceptor. Oh wow! And so none of these things made me happy. And then I eventually. Also, oh, cam noise the whole. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> that's why I tell you this. Yeah, gear driven cams yeah, the whole time. And, uh, yeah, and then eventually I, I bought at the freaking, like, you know, Napa Auto Parts store or whatever it was. 
I bought a taxi driver's seat and, and folded it in half. I doubled it over mm-hmm. on itself. And I put that on, and I was like, oh, a thousand massaging fingers. And it worked. But don't you feel like you're, you're going to slide? Yes, like it's... but it, no, you don't. It does take you a little <laughs> while to get used, used to it. I've never used it, so it's... It but does take you a little while. You can borrow one of mine if but you want to try it. The air underneath <laughs> you is... There you go on the, on the yeah. CT1. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the air underneath you is fantastic. The amount of air oh. moves underneath you. And that the balls. God love the balls. The wooden beads, man. I have ceramic ones. Well, listen. No, I'm just saying they made, they made one that was ceramic. <laughs> For fucking wealthy taxi drivers, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> Wow. I mean, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I tell you, it's indispensable when you're riding a long distance and you want to keep the air moving. Mine was made of fishing line and, and like, bamboo beads or whatever. That's what most of them are made of, yeah. And the fishing line is one piece of fishing line through the entire thing. Yeah, it was like, so it broke. falls apart. It did. It broke, and I had half a fucking seat cover before I knew what happened. And I just kept hearing these things hitting the ground. And eventually I looked down and I saw one of them hit and pass me as I was slowing down. And I was like, that looks like... And when I stood up, it just was like... Yeah. So I was able to save about half of it by catching the string and tying it. So yeah, it's, it's not a high quality item. And it shouldn't be for $14. You know, it's, uh, it's not meant to be. So yeah, so we purchased Damn. two bikes. We got a BB500 fuel injected, white, uh, metallic white, diamond white metallic is the color, with the tan seat. And it's got like 4,300 miles on it and whatnot. Uh, he wanted that's like PC matching. It is a PC mm-hmm. matching. A little more. See, a little all more, my bikes have white, like m- it's white your color, right? Yeah, a little more for less than that one. And that is a scooter. So, seeing that we were on the roll of buying scooters, yeah. we should buy the opposite of that. And what do you suppose yeah. the opposite of a BV five hundred is? I'm hoping it's not the one right next to it. It is. Oh god! Oh no! It's the only bike in the shop that fits under the seat of a BV five hundred. The anti scooter. <laughs> Metro or Vento or what is that? No, Metro. 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 Yeah. Oh wow! Now let's. This is I, a package deal? No, nope. <laughs> no. I paid three hundred dollars for the Metropolitan because I'm a monster. It's a 2013 Metropolitan. Meet, meet. No That's way. why we put them next to each other, so you can have one for each foot. So we have a 2002 Metropolitan right next to a 2013 Metropolitan. Now, would you like... the slow Metropolitans or the faster ones? Ah, I'm glad you asked because you know about that. So, And the Metropolitan's uh, body number and model number, if the Metropolitan's model number, number, which is an NC50, NCH50, if it ends in a D, it is the detuned one. Mm. Which means it's no bueno. Which means you're not going to get any speeding tickets anywhere. Mm. Which means they can sell it in states where they have very strong moped laws, and it's very popular in the rental industry. Mm. As Oscar found out while riding oh, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I need to go to the gym, man. I feel so bad. I was like, I can't even get to 30 miles an hour on a straight. And granted, after a mile, almost a mile, I was like, I just can't get to 30, man. I feel so bad. Were you riding that one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, he wrote it back from the scene of the crime. I mean, from where we were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but here's the... It has 400 miles on it. Yeah. Like, it looks uh, nice. Pay 300 bucks. Now... That's not Jeff's, is it? No. Okay. No. Now, here's the question. What one thing... We're gonna get, remember the biker quiz? <laughs> what one thing does the BV500 and the Honda Metropolitan 
have in common that is not surprising on the BV500, but is downright shocking on the Metropolitan? There are two correct answers to this. Go ahead. Grocery hook. On every goddamn bike. <laughs> liquid cooling. Liquid cooling. Yeah, that yeah. is the easier of the two answers. They are both liquid cooled. How about Kudos that? to you, little Metropolitan, for being liquid cooled. Does the BV500 have a starter uh, alternator? It does not. Oh, then that's not right. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, the Metropolitan does have, have a starter eater. Yep. Or a Jenner starter. <laughs> or an ultra starter. <laughs> a flux capacitor. Do those have a key operated uh, seat openers or were they. They both ups? are key operated seat right, op- openers. Right. That is true. Uh, but that for. really isn't what we're looking for here. I don't think it's an electronic one. That might be a. No, feature. no the Metropolitan hmm. does have a manual just with a cable to the key. Hmm. Centralized locking, but just with the cable. It oh. is. Go ahead. Fuel injected. Yes! That little Metropolitan. Is 2013's are fuel injected? Fucking fuel injected. <laughs> and it had a battery that was deader than Christ's shit. I mean, it was the deadest of all batteries. You turned it on, pressed the button for the horn, and you know what happened? Nothing. Like, the relay barely touched. It didn't even like, <clears throat> Didn't do nothing. There was not one LED on the dashboard when you turned the key on. It did not have one angry pixie in the entire motorcycle. But injected 50. But... I told the guy, I was like, oh shit, because I did, I did plan on picking it up with a pickup truck, because it has a Kickstarter, but as anybody will tell you, it's really, really hard to kickstart fuel injected. Yeah, because it moves this, yes. it also moves like yeah. It's really, really hard to kickstart fuel injected yeah, vehicles like, when there's no battery, because you have to kick enough energy to prime the fuel injectors and make it start, yeah. right? And create enough energy to fire the CDI and make it start. Plus, it's all confused because it doesn't know if it should be an alternator or a starter. Exactly. <laughs> right. And don't press the start yeah. button. Don't put the start. Don't. Don't. Another thing is don't hold the brake and press the start button while you're kicking it because then you're right. It does go into I want to be a starter mode as opposed to I want to create spark mode. And that's absolutely huh. true. That is absolutely right. Um, if you are trying to kickstart a fuel-injected vehicle, uh, that bike, which has the starter aider, if you are holding the brake and pressing the start button while you're kicking it, some people think that shit works. Or if you have a little bit of battery, like with a Buddy or another kickstart mm. scooter, if you have a little bit of a battery, oh. pressing the start and button kick to, and kicking to it together it. will right. supplement it and make it start easier. Sure. Not in this case. You'll almost never start it because all the electricity is going towards the mm. uh, the commission of starting as opposed to the commission of sparking. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, I gave mm. the thing... The ten fastest kicks you was, can give yeah. a vehicle, and I could hear the fuel injector like trying like shit to make it start, and it was like spit, cough, spit, and then eventually, my leg speed was faster than the idle speed could ever be on that vehicle, yeah. <laughs> and it and it did, and it, barely, it, it, and it made the noise started. that literally sounded like two bees yeah. having <laughs> relations with each other. It was like buzz, 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 buzz. <laughs> and that's the noise it makes. Yeah. You could have it running in the room with you right now. You wouldn't. You know. wouldn't yeah. Is it running right now? It might be. Yeah. <laughs> no. we, we might never know. Yeah, the only thing a Honda Metropolitan needs is an outlet. <laughs> so you could charge your phone or like like an AC outlet. Like you could literally, with a Honda Metropolitan or a Honda Ruckus, I, I think we agreed that they should have a charging hat on them. Just so you could like power small items, like an electric toothbrush. It is about the size of a generator. Fuck yeah, it well, is. Yeah. yeah. That was my idea for uh, the Zero. Mm-hmm. You take the the motor off, oh, yeah. like that, yeah. and you, just, you don't even, you don't need the oh, the, yeah. 
belt drive you or anything. Any you just need you just leave that yeah. a generator. and you stick that. You know, you just make a little box for it. That's it. Hybrid. And you could use that to, yeah. and you put an inverter in there, and then you could charge your. Oh, and motor. that motor's so small in a metropolitan. Even though it's looking oh, cool, very, very small. it's so tiny. You could put it in your pocket. Like it's crazy how little those are. Like you could have a Honda metropolitan powered tattoo gun, or like a Honda metro <laughs> motor. Yeah, a metropolitan. Its radiator is about that sex big. toy. Yeah. It is the most adorable it's, radiator. It's, it's literally, it's like yeah. a piece of toast. Yep. <laughs> it is. It is. Double you, thick. To Texas toast. Texas yeah, toast. If you take it, it is, there are some very interesting things happening inside a Honda Metropolitan when you take them all apart and look at them. They're, they're, they're kind of interesting. But we've also learned that they can really be fuckers, too. So sometimes when they have a problem, they can really be a fucker to work on. And there's a the wiring harness in there is at least three... Three laps longer than it should be. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's too much wiring in that little fucking bike. So yeah, those are the two bikes we bought today. Was the the Honda Metropolitan and the BV500, two opposite ends of the motor scooter spectrum. Which one is more fun? Oh well, no, definitely not the Metropolitan. I was looking at Oscar. Like slow car, fast, I was fast, looking fast, at slow thing? Nope. I was looking yeah. at Oscar in the rearview mirror. Bad. I was like, I'm gonna take him. Just went full throttle. I was like. Oh it sounds like a refrigerator running. Yeah, pretty, no, <laughs> I, I think it does. I, I think and it sounds exactly like a refrigerator compressor when it runs. Yeah. I think my refrigerator running. makes more noise yeah. than that thing. I think my refrigerator is more horsepower. <laughs> probably that too. Yeah, but it would it will be fun once we put the correct amount of air in the back tire. Because yeah, realistically, the we gave the guy the money and we fucked off pretty quick. We didn't want him changing his mind. Like, yeah, it was like here's the cash and we're fucking gone. Gone. But I do, once we put some air in the back tire and get a battery in it and stuff like that, uh, I do want to race them. Oh, my gosh. I do definitely want to race those bikes against each other. Because last night I went to the (laughs) Red Riders uh, Westside Ambush little scooter uh, club they have. And it's uh, non-denominational, so you can bring motors. There was Harleys there and stuff. And it was a good group. We had about 20 people. And they ride. uh, It's scooter-centric. So if you bring a motorcycle, you will use most of your clutch hmm. because they turn every 75 feet. You know, it's like, it's, it's Tron. It's Scooter Tron. <laughs> so the way they choose their routes, the way they set the routes up is that you could have 200 horsepower. The Stella will get there faster, mm-hmm. you know. And they, uh, but there were two Groms. And the one Grom was, Ooh. the one Grom was all breathed upon. And the other Grom wasn't. And I was riding the Spade. Oh, nice. So I took the Spade, the Kimco Good 150 works. Spade, mm-hmm. and it was just cat and mouse the entire time between the Spades and the Groms. And now I have now I have big pipe envy because the Grom had a ridiculous pipe on it. It sounded like a fucking DRZ. It sounded like a SR500. It sounded like all of the big like dunk, 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 And it was a Grom. <laughs> and it was a stock Grom. grom. But the <laughs> decibels coming out of it were too large for the size of the piston. Mm. There had to be some audible trickery going on there. There was some sort of a hidden. It's like a bow, one of those little bows. Yes, it was uh, a bows or one of those uh, JBL yes. uh, Yeah, there was some <laughs> trickery going on there. There was no way that bike was making those sounds. So but it was the world's most uninspiring wheelie competition for like <laughs> forty-five minutes. It was. It was. And he and I'm two hundred and ten pounds. And this cat is my size, and maybe he's my height, 6'1", and maybe 
170 pounds. So he's young. You know, he's, he's got spirit and soul left in his body. <laughs> Kevin, you'll know what it's like when that leaves. Uh, <laughs> step one, get married. Wait a couple of years. Sounds <laughs> yeah. good season yeah. on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Step yeah. one, get married. So wait a couple step of years. Step two, what's step two, Oscar? Wait a couple of years. Get unmarried. <laughs> yeah, a couple times. <laughs> that will talk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and get old. And then yeah. His eyes aren't dark because he's Mexican. His yeah, eyes are dark because he's been divorced yeah. twice. Yeah. I'm, 20, I'm 26. <laughs> no way. Yeah. All this gray in the beard. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Every time I paid a lawyer, I lost color in my beard. That's yeah. Uh, Some of you doing all right. I thought you were doing Johnny Chrome's beard is actually Chrome. <laughs> the uh, but yeah, we were hilarious because. Three people out of the whole scooter, out of the whole ride, three people were staging themselves just so they could do wheelies. Oh just gosh. the world's most shitty little <laughs> pathetic wheelies. Okay, now, between yeah. the um, Honda, Honda uh, Grum and the Spade, mm-hmm. any clear winner? No, I think they're, they're the too other? close to tell. Okay. Yeah, and I did get the Spade. I After leaving the last stop bar in Parma, you know, big weird bar that we went to, when we left there, I decided I was already in the middle of town, so I should just go straight up to Porco. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Good logic, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pearl Road. Yeah, yeah Pearl. <laughs> it's Pearl Road. Yep. So I took Pearl Road all the way up to Porco. I don't know Porco. how to get home from here, but I know how to get home from Porco. I didn't know how to get to Porco from here. <laughs> <laughs> We're good! <laughs> Porco! So I had only had, I'd had like two light beers, uh, two, two of those beers, two of the Lina Kugel Summer Shandies. I had two of those. And I was like, ah, this stupid basketball playoff thing's got me down. I'm going to go to Porco because they don't like sports there. And then <laughs> I went between Pearl. I went between this bar and Porco, which is you know 25 minutes or something, mm-hmm. as fast as a spade can go between those two distances. And then I got there, and they were doing the sports ball at Porco on a giant 11 foot screen. Uh, Fuck you, man! <sighs> stupid fucking sports fans. They got a thing like if it's a Cleveland team in the playoffs, they'll break their no TVs rule. So that's the deal. So, so every, I, every 10, 15 years. I know. So I didn't. <laughs> eat, I didn't eat any food, right? Yeah. And the cicadas come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so I didn't eat any food. I just drank a drink and had to get out of there. But I did say I was like, well, you know what? Fuck this noise. I'm going home on the freeway. So I did the Porco challenge. Oh. Honest baby. Honest baby. I did. Oh my gosh. Seventy. Two miles per hour. Really? Fully tucked? Oh, not just fully tucked. I had my feet up on the passenger side. Do the Superman? Oh, my God. I didn't do the Superman. Oh, okay. I didn't do the Cannonball Baker. Yep, yep, Yeah, yep. I did not do the Cannonball Baker. I didn't strip down on my skivvies. <laughs> yeah. And put on a swimming cap. Uh, no, I did the, I did the full, like, my feet were on the rear pegs. Yep. And I was in the... I was in such a small fetal position that my belly is now too large to get into that position. Oh. So I had to suck my gut in and then get into the position. And then lock in. And then I put my left hand behind me for added aerodynamic mm-hmm. efficiency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. It's more Fair. like a fecal position. Would though. anyone like to know <laughs> yeah. how, high the, how high the tachometer goes on the spade? It's a single cylinder. It's 150 cc's. Oh, anyone curious? It's 11,000 RPMs. That's, what, that's how high the tach goes. And uh, at 72 miles per hour... You are at 10,800 RPMs. So something to give. I don't think so. (laughs) I'm pretty sure there's not. It would have to be a much steeper hill. Downhill (laughs) and... uh, 
downhill with a tailwind. Yeah. Speaking of which, you did hit some hills. If you, just you know, near the freeway. Yeah, was that? Yeah, this kind of slow down. I'm slowing down like 66. Oh, yeah. It's not horrible. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not horrible. But it's funny because all the crew, all the crowd was coming out of that stupid sports ball game. Uh, so there's tons and tons of cars going westbound on 90, 70. and I'm right there with them. <clears throat> and if you hit, remember those are 12 inch wheels. Oh yeah. yeah. If you hit anything resembling a bump. This thing just goes <laughs> and shakes its head like it's angry at you. <laughs> and you're like, oh, settle down, tiger. <laughs> and then you start doing like, you try like, okay, well, I'm going to stiffen up and push equally on the bars to fight just the head to, shake. Right. No, that transmits the head shake to the entire motorcycle. Oh, so that's instead of the head shaking, now it's no, shaking all thing. of it. And you're like, that was a bad idea. Better yeah, to right. like barely touch the handlebars and let the head shake and happen the, yeah. and, and ride it out. But yeah, that was as fast as I've ever gone mm-hmm. on the Spade. It was 72 miles per hour. Is it the smallest bike you've gone home? On the Porco Challenge? Yeah. Oh, I think so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What'd you do? Uh, no, I was just going to recommend you. You got a beautiful 50cc. Uh, I'm not putting that on the freeway. I'm, I'm not necessarily saying they're free. Oh but I mean, you could take the straightest, longest road and see what it could do. I have done, the, I, I don't think I've done the Porco Challenge on a buddy yet. I just don't think I no. have. I know I've done it on Chewbacca many times. Chewbacca right? many times. Yeah, that wouldn't be as yeah. bad. That's not as bad. Right? Yeah. Deerslayer's done it a bunch of times, but I've never done it the the, and I didn't do it on a kapipe. Cool, Johnny Five. Uh, <laughs> Johnny Five standing up on the freeway. Yeah, yeah. Wow. you'd have no issues. No, no I issues. Can't see if anything going wrong. Knobby <laughs> tires. Knobby <laughs> tires standing up on a Buddy One Fifty skateboard. Yeah, nobody's ever died like that. <laughs> the cops get there and go, "Where's the rest of the bike?" Wait, what? I think it's in him. <laughs> He's died from splinters. Oh. Wooden splinters all over him. Yeah. So the only thing we actually uh. wanted to talk about in this podcast, because we just found out that there won't be a Mods versus Rockers here in Cleveland this year. No? Um, it's official. There won't be a Mods versus Rockers. Uh, the people that have organized it for the past couple of years have said, fuck you people. We don't, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, yeah. So here's the thing. I just wanted to throw it out to you guys. What would be, in a Mods versus Rockers type event, I'm not saying if you're doing indoor flat track racing or doing whatever, in a gathering, okay, okay, like an urban type gathering of motorcycle enthusiasts, what would you say are fundamental elements that you would say, if this was missing, I would be upset? Porcos. Right, well, yeah. as our distinguished gentleman's ride found out, we, we launched from Porcos. Sailor Jerry paid for our breakfast. Mm. And then after we got properly mm. fed fucking fed last year at the DGR and we're doing it this year again I just signed up mm. you know we're officially back in business for the DGR this year so it, we'll, we are going to launch at Porco again if they'll have us and then when we were all done and we crashed a bike then we came back after the ride and went to Porco's again oh, and nice. had dinner paid for by a different alcohol company <laughs> I not remember who they were some vodka company but anyway the uh, once again my mind was gone at that point but what are essentials? Huh? What are essentials? So, okay, I'm, I'll start it out by saying I feel like there should be some manifestation of a ride. I don't want to just be a car show, parking lot car show, mm-hmm. where you show up, put your lawn chair out, stand by your motorcycle. No, I, I agree. That's that's not fun anymore. I think it should start with a ride and end up at a show and shine. Right, I agree with that. Yeah. What about a camping? At least a one-day... Oh, oh, overnight oh, come on. oh, okay, right. I mean, so I think that would be a different courses. category. We would go in, that's going to be like an overnight, an overnight, festival, right. right, like a band campy kind of thing or right. whatever. I'm saying more of the more of a city event, okay, along the lines of what a mods and rockers would be. Uh, and you know, Motoblot in Chicago has its thing, 
Um, there's there's all of them. There's you know there's a lot of cities have some very well established motorcycle events happening in their towns. I feel like a block party vibe. Because we did have that for a couple of Mods versus Rockers, yeah. where we took over the street by Spitfire, right? That by was Spitfire, that, we was, took yeah. that we, was a better. That worked that out was, great. Yeah, that was really. And good. Stash organized that, and then another time we took over the street by not Flaherty's or whatever it is in the flats mm-hmm. between the Harbor Inn and that Sullivan's or whatever that bar is that's there. Um, and that street we took, we owned it, and so it was nice because their bar is right there, the patio is right there, and then we lined all the bikes up in that street, and it was fun because it was tight. And it was like all these bikes were jammed in there, and it was exciting. And you don't get to do that usually. Usually you're in, uh, you know, some big lot. dumb parking yeah. lot. Yeah. yeah, and that's why I, I don't like the big dumb parking lot thing. And Pittsburgh does a good job. They shut down a whole street. They don't do the ride element, but it's more like a street festival. And to walk, and this is what's hilarious: to walk down the street, they have barriers set up, and to walk down the street, you have to pay ten or fifteen bucks or whatever to get a wristband, and then they let you on the street. So mm. weird. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it works to tell people they have to pay to partake of buying things from vendors. You know, ten by ten booths selling tchotchkes. Right. You know, and motorcycles lined up. So I don't know if that works. I'm interested. Yeah. So I like that um, cheap build off that they had the one year. I mean, yeah. Not yeah. just because I participated in it, but I just think. I like the uh, the spirit of a, a spirit. shit bike build off. Right. Yeah. A five hundred dollar bike build off. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I still like that idea that it never came about. And now, was that at the Monsters and Rockers here in Cleveland the year that it was at the in the flats, or was that no? The year that was, was the year before that. It was the year when it was at Spitfire. Right. We had a five hundred dollar bike build. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Because mm-hmm. we built a we built a black CB seven hundred and fifty for that. Yep, and we lost. We didn't win. Uh, I would have thought we would have won that, but we didn't. The uh, but yeah, I like the idea of a five hundred dollar bike build off with teams and shit like that. That's a very right. good idea. Live music, live, live music. music. I have to have live music. Yeah. Excellent. Beer bottle cannon. <laughs> <laughs> the beer zuka. Yeah, the beer zuka. Yeah, the yeah, pour one out for the beer zuka. Um, yeah, no more beer zuka. If anybody wants to know what that is, Google Spitfire beer zuka and stand the fuck back because boy, oh god. There's never been more fun <laughs> sitting in a bar and hearing that thing wind up. Wham! Nobody's ever dispatched a beer bottle into a million pieces better than a beer zooka. Yeah. And, oh, we got a clog in the chamber. Clear the barrel. What the fuck did you just, do? That? I just drank a bug. It, I flicked it and it fell in the can, and then I saw it, and I couldn't get it out, so I just drank it. My <laughs> cat makes the same face. <laughs> it's gone. It's, uh, it's okay. Okay. Now you can do the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> so what else you like? What else you like for a rally, for a ride? I like decent food. Or like, food trucks, or like food, tr- like just. I was kind of decent happy food. With food yeah, food yeah. trucks are like so- something that's not just uh, Cisco, you know? Right. Like, I mean, yeah. non, yeah. like not like non. I don't want to say non-traditional food, yeah. but like street food, or like yeah. you know, like a good street food. Yeah. And I think food a tr- good street truck can cover a yeah. good food truck can cover that, or a couple of food yeah. trucks. Can. Food trucks, and that's the easy button because and they love it. They love it. They get yeah. business. It's people's and they know exposure. what they're doing. Yeah, they know yeah. what they're doing. They probably have permits for such things. Anytime you try to feed people and you're not really, really good at it and it's not your job, people are going to be pissed. Yeah. I've watched that thing where it's like, well, we're going to cook. No, you're, you're going to no, fail. No, you're going to make a big flame on the grill and then you're going to flame, charburgers, flame yeah. out. I mean, I made 750 cheeseburgers and hamburgers for a, for a Amer, Vespa. So we did a Vespa here ages ago, mm. 2005 or whatever. And we took 
You know, you know That's what I, I met you guys. Yeah, you know, you know, you know at the Warren Tavern the night before, <laughs> right? Wasn't that the Warren yeah, Tavern? That was our pregame. Yeah. You know what a fifty-five gallon grill is? Oh, yeah. You cut a fifty-five gallon drum in half and mm-hmm. fill it full charcoal. Yep. Well, I welded together three fifty-five gallon drums, so it was ten feet wow. long. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it's I, hard to keep up with that real estate. No, it <laughs> isn't. You it still is have now. Hair in your arms. Big big fire. <laughs> big big fire. Let it cook down for about an hour first. So you get this ridiculous grit. And like we do this extruded mesh. So extruded mesh for the entire grill surface. And we, so again, we figured that when the thing was done, we would just throw it all away. Because we only had to satisfy 450 people one time. Only. You know? Right. <laughs> and so it worked out. And Didn't Stormy Daniels do that? <laughs> I felt like Stormy Daniels. But it was about 95 degrees out. And I was back there. And I was like, for some dumb reason, I was like, I'll cook the burgers. And so we had, you know, 600 cobs of corn. We had, you know, all the, oh, it's ridiculous. And I burned. I mean, I sunburned and face burned and grease burned and everything else. And what had happened is before the event had actually really started, I was done. Mm-hmm. I'd fucked myself over so hard. Mm-hmm. And everybody's standing there and people are just, and we're throwing burgers out fast. It was epic and it was really hard. And I would, and I would never ever volunteer to do it again. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it was the worst idea ever. So, yeah. so I did that at the when my kids were in sports. Yeah. I had to do mm-hmm. like go to the stadium and mm-hmm. for the football games. Yeah. Well, and that's the same thing. They think that you're going to make food. Yeah. For like, like the Saint Ed's Ignatius. Never going to happen. There's like, mm-hmm. yep. Five thousand people that want a burger instantly, and you're on a grill that you can cook like thirty burgers, yeah, and everybody yeah. wants it at the same time. And then the wind's blowing out of the, the yeah. south, yeah. and I was covered from with grease from my head to my toes. Oh, it was disgusting. You can't win that situation. You can't win. No, you can't. So you're better so off like food you said, trucks. Absolutely yeah. way to go. Drinks, not just beer. That's yeah. kind of like a seems to go hand in hand, but also right. like bottles of water that you can pick up cash, like buckets of it. Because the last mm. couple of events I was at, mm. actually not even just bike events. If it gets hot, yeah. people start getting, and that'll wear them out, and no one wants to do anything. Then everyone's, you know, done by three o'clock. Water is a big thing; people don't realize, but keep you'll hydrated. get tired. Yeah. yeah. The uh, so that's a, that's excellent. Uh, what we learned the Spitfire year, it was fucking so hot. Oh, I cooked. We couldn't put enough people in the Spitfire. The Spitfire had what, what I would say attempted air conditioning, and everybody was in the attempted air conditioning just because it was shade. So you got to have plenty yeah. of shade. Intense yeah. or whatever. You need oh, plenty of shade. Yeah. That was so hard. Yeah, you got to have tons of shade. <laughs> that was the year that, that James was laying under the tent all yes. beat up. Yeah. He had the Timberland boot yeah. print on his face from having a scooter stolen the night before. Because <laughs> we pre-gamed at the Lion on Lorraine. And James did not end well. James did not win that night. He lost that night and lost his scooter in the process. He got his ass kicked and his scooter stolen. It's a bad night. In one night. In one move. Yeah, that was a bad night. Um... If you have a place that's big enough, yeah, and this is putting money towards it, but maybe renting a tent or something. Oh yeah, always or a good have idea. It planned in a place where there is yeah. shade. I'm assuming this is going to be in some summery month, so yeah. it's sun's an issue. If you can't, if you're going to have more than 100 people, you had better spend the money to rent a tent. Figure out, get one of your sponsors yeah. to pay for it or something, because it's rented tents are great. They show up, they build them, they take them away. Yep. And that's and even the if coolest for, thing in the world. Yeah. Even if it's just for vendors and have people walk through there, that little bit of shade. And the vendors can bring their own 10 by 10s yeah. and their pop-ups and, sh- pop-ups and shit, sure. but having a place where people can hang out in the shade is super important. What do you think about actual on-bike riding events 
at the destination, at the venue. Skills challenges. I, I would love to see Jim Connor, aka man. Games, because oh, yeah. we do it at rallies. Oh, so we don't have a scooter. I feel disappointed rally. when I don't exactly. get to do a Jim Connor in, in a scooter rally. Yeah, there's, there's not enough content on YouTube already. <laughs> uh, we need a little more. Yeah. I, I, I have participated in some hairy ass Jim I participated <laughs> in some Jim where I was like, you can't do that and keep your scooter. Yeah. Like, you can't do okay. that without destroying your motorcycle. I don't even know what a Gymkhana is. It's a skills test. It's an obstacle course. It's an obstacle kind of course. A thing, yeah. And sometimes people will bring in 10 or 12 erector set, 2x4 constructed, should, yeah. weeble wobble, teeter-totters, whatever kind of obstacles that they could do. Other times it could be something just as simple as a piece of chalk and drawing infinity circles on the ground and seeing how many turns you can make before you fall off your bike. Or, you know, can you... A slow ride champ... A slow oh, ride that's, that's competition a classic. Yep. That's a classic. is always a blast. Um, Who can do the slowest? The yeah. slow ride. I've been to a few things where... Especially where it's on the grass. Sure. We used, we have what's called the 10-foot drags. So you literally have a 10-foot drag race. Try that sometime. Also the wheelies. It's harder than you think. <laughs> yeah, wheelie contests wheelie are really wheelie good. Contest. Yeah, wheelie contests. Especially wheelie contests on the grass are hilarious. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's harder than you think. 10-foot drags are fun because... You know, you don't need a lot of space to do them, and people get way too worked up about it. And you know, you watch a guy screw his bike right into the dirt because he's like, rah, 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 and like go, and he's like, <laughs> and the bike doesn't even make the ten feet. <laughs> yeah, that could work, but I'd have to. I'm thinking worst case scenario, you'd have to do like a sign off and liability, like big time. You know what? I I here's a good thing about liability. We have approached this numbers of times. I've hosted a few events. And what I have been told by a couple of different attorneys Mm -hmm. is the more you imply a waiver or something else, the more you're setting yourself up for trouble. Mm. You're kind of saying you're dangerous? Have nothing. Mm. Have nothing at all. Don't so be like you don't have. You're not responsible. For right. It. Don't be like our club is putting on this thing. Our oh. club incorporated five hundred three C or five hundred one C. No. Be more like the douchebags from these. You know, this douchebag, that douchebag, that douchebag, and that douchebag are doing some dup- stupid thing. You're more than welcome to attend if you want to show up. Okay. You know, and 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 Oscar's got this crazy idea over here where he's gonna put his scooter through this crazy contraption, this mousetrap-looking contraption. If you'd like to try it, okay. I can't say it's a great idea, but we'll be timing you. And there's a prize. And there might be a trophy yeah, right. exactly. or whatever. There's yeah. a prize. But I think the idea is the more... I've watched rally organizers drive themselves crazy. <laughs> and buying insurance, like event oh, insurance. I think it's expensive quick. It no, does. No, and more no. importantly, I've also seen where somebody got hit by a helicopter. A drone helicopter, mm. a, oh, a remote yeah. control TV video camera helicopter. Yeah. And that person then did not sue the helicopter and did not sue the manufacturer of the helicopter and did not sue the person who owned the helicopter and did not sue the person who was flying the helicopter, but sued the event. Mm-hmm. Broadly. Why? Because the event mm-hmm. has insurance. So oh. it's like giving somebody an wow. easy target to hit. Go right? to wow. the b- deepest pocket. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, if they paid for insurance, then that money's just, who left some money on the table? I happen to get hit by a helicopter, so I'm going to sue somebody. And, you know, and I'm not, you know, whoever knows about that story may say, Phil, you're a dumb shit. You have the details on that all wrong. And I probably do. 
But once again, why let the truth get in the way of a good story? My so, favorite drone story that you told was the one where they beat it down at the concert. That was at Punk Rock Bowling. <laughs> that was while the addicts were on stage. That was, that was awesome. <laughs> like, 4,000 people got a really excellent show, and somebody lost a high-dollar drone. I want to be, and it was rendered just, in Twain. Yeah. That's on my bucket list. It was drawn in beat down a drone. <laughs> All it takes is one converse Chuck down. Taylor. <laughs> it might have been a van, but it was, yeah. Chuck Taylor got thrown at it. Like a, a shoe. The drone was in the air above the crowd of punk rockers, and a shoe got thrown up, and the shoe hit the thing. And, you know, a drone doesn't take much to knock oh, it out of the sky. It's barely yeah. flying as it is. And so yeah, the drone, and it just fell into the crowd, and you saw that thing. It was like nuke. It was. It looked like the scene. It looked like the scene of Mad Max when they throw the water down, and the people are like water. They all go crazy. Yeah, it had like three thousand people jumped on one drone. That's crazy. Yeah, and little chunks of it ended up on stage. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> hope that hope that song bitch was insured. But the uh, and I want I would just say the video is probably awesome. Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. Picture some guy's face just like <laughs> chewing on the camera. Yeah. So yeah, that's fun. So, yeah, that's a good idea. Jim Conn event. Jim, we call him Jim Conn. G Y M K H A N A. If you want to look it up on Google, all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. Biker be, events. I mean, hooligan word. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You want to go to? Or but it's kind of hard to themselves. do on a bigger bike, right? I mean, I haven't seen. I've been to a lot of Harley rallies where we've done push the keg. So we push the keg with the front wheel of the motorcycle. There's always like a weenie bite element. Yes, that's a um, right, uh, passenger so throws hula hoops at, yeah. uh, oh. at a beer keg or something. Yeah. 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 What's that? Oh, a weenie I, bite is where they just have yeah. a hot dog hanging by a piece of string. And then you ride Buster the motorcycle at a very slow to... speed. And the passenger on the back has to bite the weenie. Right. And then you know, and if you bite the weenie, ta-da, you win. Whatever. Yeah, I'm like five. Yeah. Nope. And what's that? Oh, boy. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I'm going to kick myself out of this podcast. You guys can continue it. Um, when you're done, simply press the stop button. But remember, you have to sing the song. So, all right. Jeez. Yeah. And then somebody lock up before you leave. Who here has keys? Okay, John does. All right. You guys have fun. We're out of here. All right. Peace out. Peace out. Bye, Phil. Peace out. Okay, so bum, bum. Bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> games would be game, what do you call them Gymkana? Gymkana? Well, games would be would be fun for sure I mean even right. if it's just simple you know. the, the only thing with those is you need enough space to do stuff like that because even yeah. if like if you're doing a a, a, a Gymkana on a scooter you can use the space of like a lane medium sized parking a lane. lot right mm-hmm. but if you're using I don't know like a like a hog or, or whatever I you gonna need, need more, more room for doing a UE and start going back and forth and right. for you would need you would I think you would need a medium sized parking lot. You would need mm. when we were in elementary what, school. We quarter acre. Lock my, just lock the column in the versus and leave it out when you guys leave. Yep. Okay. I like that. I thought though. I mean, where's the key? Even if you set up like a pretty much the same thing you're saying, like an urban obstacle course, like things you'd encounter mm-hmm. in the real world, set it up and just. Even have that be like a club event outside of a main event. That would be kind of fun. And, and that's <clears throat> that's why usually when you do like a scooter rally, you're better off doing in a place where you can A, camp, mm-hmm. there's grass, well, and yeah, you have that element of, you, you kind of have yeah. a soft landing at some soft point, especially landing. if you're doing stupid stuff like that. I mean, you, you're better off having some options <laughs> instead of yeah. just going concrete and doing that kind of stuff. But Some other people to help you out. Yeah. Bring your beers while you're <laughs> bleeding. <laughs> while you're bleeding, yeah. <laughs> Somebody to 
somebody to, to go up and direct the helicopter to come in. <laughs> I've seen that a couple times. See, I like the camping idea you mentioned, even if it's just like a little overnighter thing. But as soon as you add that for like an event like this, I feel a lot of people are going to be limited. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, well, you don't you have mean, to camp, but I mean, it's... You don't I have mean, to, no, but... but you're, you're right. If it's an urban event, then where are you going to camp? In the middle of the city. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, like most people do it all the time, but that's a little no. different. <laughs> well, I mean, you can. You can just be homeless for a night. Well, <laughs> I mean, I know that's that's something I probably wouldn't participate in, just between work and the rest of life getting in the way, but like a day of show up... Well, like even, even in one of the rallies uh, in, in Mexico, there, there was one of, the, one of the guys from the club had... A big enough house had like a, pretty much like a compound okay. that almost all the people in the rally could camp out there. But guess what happened with the people that were locals? Just went back home. Yeah, yeah right. And I just came back. That, I, that's what I did. I just went back home, just came in the morning, just waked people up, and just like, let's go. He had a compound. Uh, it wasn't me. No, I was going to say, what's his profession? <laughs> compound, yeah. Uh, interesting choice of words. It was, it was, it was it's a big place. <laughs> no, no, that's awesome. That's an importer exporter. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of small Mostly compact little packages. Yeah. <laughs> really tight package. <laughs> no, but I, that's kind of. I saw rumors that no mods and rockers uh, planned for this year, but I didn't know if it was just, you know, people like to talk or if it's actually a thing. I don't know. I was kind of looking forward I'm to it. I'm kind of sad. I'm kind of uh, sad that because. I like getting together with the bikes and the scooters. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It's yeah, hard to organize an fun. event. It is. I mean, everyone says, "Yeah, I'll, you know, spearhead or I'll do it," but the logistics of it, especially what? once you start getting like permits or if you have to get, you know, orders and money to involve people, it's hard. I don't blame them. I mean, if that's all it was, I mean, I get it. But if it was politics, then that's kind of ridiculous. Well, next week is barricade in uh, Lake George, New York. So that's a big. That was uh, used to be the biggest touring rally in the country. Really? Hmm. Yeah, and it's pretty neat. I mean, they but they have two venues now. They have the one in Lake George, and about ten miles away, they have the ADV rally too. So hmm. you have test rides, and I mean, in a small event like what we're talking about, you're not going to have no, the vendors come in for like test yeah. manufacturers no, coming for test rides. But this place has test rides. It's got a huge vendor section, and they give you like deep discounts on like uh, com equipment or windshields or bead seat bead covers. Yeah, <laughs> bead covers. Yeah, but but it's and then they have they have uh, maybe twenty organized rides okay. or uh, leader led led rides. It's a different like right, and then they have uh, your own rides. But I don't know why you would pay and then go on a route. They tell you to go on a route. I mean, you get oh. the Pay for something like that, it's stupid. Yeah. But uh, they also, the town of Lake, so they have a boat. They have boats, boat trips, and you could go out and eat dinner and go around Lake George on a, like a, hmm. uh, like a paddle boat or something. Not a paddle boat, but, you know, like a, a ferry, like right. a big boat. Mm -hmm. And you get dinner, you get drinks, you get, they tell you the history of the area. And, like, something like here, if you're doing an urban rally, you could do it like the good time. You could have something, if it was big enough, you could have, like, part of, Part of the thing to go out on like a good time, like you could all your bikes can go down there. You can go on a good time and eat, you know, have a cocktail hour or something, and watch it. That's not a bad idea. Hmm. Even a ferry. I mean, if, it, if you do like a really know. long drive, like, put right, and a just, ferry. Right. <laughs> and then they have raffles, and they have raffle. It's a big. I mean, they have a bunch of raffles for 
everything. I mean, they give away the manufacturers give away a bunch of stuff. Mm. They give away a bike. Yeah, that wouldn't happen at something. At, at like a, a small level yeah. kind of thing. This is not big enough. I mean, no, but I'm just saying. What kind of draw does that thing have? Ten thousand? More than that. More, more, oh, jeez, yeah. it's a huge crowd. Yeah. They have a. If you imagine like ten football fields filled with bikes. <sighs> So well, that's, that's what when, it's like. And yeah. That makes sense for having like bike rides. I mean, the the, the sponsor. Yeah. 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 But yeah, the one thing I must say though, that at that rally, I mean, they have like Hondas all like sign up for this time. You're at nine ten. You get to take yeah. this bike yeah. out. If that slot is gone, then you don't get to ride the bike you want. You know, you have to get there at like six oh, in the morning geez. to stand in line to be able to get because the slots all. So is that up. like a weekend thing? It's for four or five days. Oh, Long yeah. weekend. So then, uh, then victory, you get a car. You wait in line. They're like, what kind of bike? Do you, you, there's no sign-up. You just wait in line. Or, well, victory's gone, but Indian. Yeah. Yep. And you just walk up, and then you ride. If You're like, do you want to ride the sport model? you want to ride the classic? you want to ride the whatever? Then you, you go in the line, and you wait. Harley's like... Here's the keys, bro. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Take whatever you want. Come back when you want. We're not going to go. Bro. They don't escort you or anything. You just take out. You, know, you just take me. the bike out and you go. Oh, So. See, Dad Phil's not here, and I'm all of a sudden know, you got belching. You got the. <sighs> well, no. Do we have to call you Dustin? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Fuck Dustin. You. <laughs> so I mean. So what else? I know for, for a smaller venue, what else could we do? Um, you have to have someone to run it. Have, you have to, that, I think that's the biggest thing. All these things are easy to have some kind put of, into place. Some kind of games that maybe don't involve the scooters. Like maybe beer stupid pong. stuff. Oh. Cor- corn, cornhole, beer pong. Yeah, just side stuff. You can, Fucking glory hole yeah. booth. Cause, I mean, I don't know. That escalated quickly. I've seen events in... in, in like Hatchet this, throwing, in, oh, yeah, yeah. that would actually be really hot right now. It's a very <laughs> hip thing. In the city, for like scooters doing like scavenger hunts, but that's you're asking for troubles or stuff like that. But it's yeah. it's it's interesting. I mean, you get a list of stuff that you need to either take pictures yeah, or go pick up something take, in the take a selfie place, with the, you know whatever monument or whatever, or or jump into like the the full fountain or whatever. Time rallies, like a time rally. But the thing is, it takes a lot of manpower, and so in a small to thing, yeah. you're going to have your manpower at the, you know, at checking people in, and, the end, and yeah. organizing you know, the food, and helping and people. Too much work. But a scavenger yeah. hunt would be cool. Uh, take, yeah. a, you know, 12 things. And, and know, usually that's, and that's being at the same time as while people are, like, prepping for food or doing other stuff. Just have something for people to do while you're trying to yeah, organize your stuff. Or just, at least not for everybody, but just for... The whole crowd doesn't have to participate no, in no, each no. event at the same time. Right. I mean, you got multiple, you know, this group's doing this, this group's doing this. You know, some people might want to go and sit there and drink all day. Yeah. Some people might want to go and do games all day. Some people might want to ride all day or do multiple rides. Well, like, multiple rides. like the cornhole right. or frisbees or whatever and just chilling or just not doing anything. Cornhole is fun, too, because it kind of brings people together. I mean, you can yeah. have good conversations, kind of yeah. catch up with people. That's a and it's easy enough that even if you're drunk, you're still going to be able to play. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you're not going to break anything. Yeah. It's not the squishy. We've been revamping <laughs> beaches left and right around here. Would like, be I guess paintball way. would be a bad idea then. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> On the bike during a scavenger sure, hunt? Sure. No, <laughs> just like instead of, instead of, instead of <laughs> jousting with actual like pugils, you just, you know. Yeah. Excellent word. Pugils? Pugils. Pugils. 
Shut up! No, 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 well, it's, so it's not so the uh, Roman Could candle justing is out of the question. Oh, come on. How's that? That's, that was fun, man. Roman candle justing. No, that'd be great. Yeah, no helmets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a terrible idea. I have pictures to prove that it was fun. <laughs> no, I know. I, it's I wasn't fun. doing it. Anytime I was Roman candles get run in the picture, it's always fun. I have hospital bills to prove it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the fireworks. I have scars to show. That middle Ohio a couple of years ago, somebody it sounded like they set off a stick of dynamite right behind the camper. I have uh, no idea what you're talking about. They had tacos uh, for <laughs> Oh, was that you? <laughs> it, was, it wasn't me, but I, it was, it was I have no idea. Was. That was a... <laughs> what is it that's a quarter stick? And then 100. H, yeah, eh, whatever. I think the biggest thing, though, honestly, and I've, I said it once now tonight, you have to have someone to run it. You have to have a body of people to run it. I don't care what ideas we come up with, unless you have people to sit down, make things happen, get right. things in order, set dates, advertise. Mm. You won't have an event, period. You need the, the brains and then the limbs to, to carry out all the machinations right. of, of any type of rallies. So. And if you want it to be successful, you better have someone established start making these plans, even if it's just a name. Well, you know, not it's, it's hard. Not not saying anything against any organizers of the past, uh-huh. but there's probably a fairly bad taste in the mouth of the participants from the last three or so years. Because mm-hmm. it's just, it's been eh. That's, that's what I've heard. Yeah. You know, and then it was really eh, and then it was kind of eh. Well, at that point, you need to change the name of the event, though. I mean, because it's, it's, well, you're going to have that kind of like, oh, is that one coming back? Uh, just by the bed. name, right, right, just by the name of it. Not even if it's going to be a different crew trying to pull it off. It still doesn't have that. You're still going to be like, eh. Well, the problem was that at the Spitfire, with the road closed, People had a place to go. It was a fixed place. Mm-hmm. You could roll in there. You roll, and then they had all the bikes. And you can come in that back road, yep. and you had all the road. That whole area was cordoned off, so all the bikes could be in a row, and people could walk up and down and look at it like mm-hmm. a car show. Yep. Cool. Yeah. But then when you moved to the front of the rally, then you had your vendors, you had your music, you had a place to go and hang out inside. And it, I mean, it was pretty well crowded inside that place. Yeah. But Everybody was Taco Bell right next door, but it had an identity. Identity. But what? What, what if? <laughs> I didn't go there at all. What if someone wants to start from scratch, getting the reputation, and start off with a like a vintage bike night? Just a couple of hours, maybe have not live music at that point, but just having some music and just and blocking out a little up. area. Get some the word out. Oh, we're planning on doing a bigger event. Just like uh, give us your email and try to get you up to date or whatever. I'll, Try to get some buzz going for a name of an event. Yeah, what you would you think they do that? It'll already. take time because you're not going to be like all of a sudden just trying to pass out flyers in all the shops and stuff and expecting you're going to have a hundred bikes in by a couple months. I mean, it's not going to happen. No. You, need, you need to kind of build up to having enough people to follow you and and, and know that you're meaning well that you kind of have the idea or the or, or the right. But the initial yeah. event has to uh, work. Because then yes. you'll get the then it's exponential. The then you yep. yeah then you'll get yep. the yeah. word of mouth, and then more people come, and more Next people come, and then you can build yeah. your way up into yeah. something, and and actually have the funds to be able to provide some of these funds. things like 
What's a tent cost? Right. I mean, what's I don't a know, tent? Things I mean, aren't free. That's no. sure. You need yeah. money to make these things happen. Right. And I think also you need an identity terrible at this thing. Problem. You know, like yeah. like they used to like <laughs> years ago for the rockers, they had like a goodie bag, like oh, goodie bag, just, whatever, right. whatever, whatever. But it had a T-shirt <laughs> in it, right. and so you, so it gave you an identity, like you. Was, you, were you were part, part of this. You were part of this. Right. You weren't just yeah. a person coming to look at it. You were yeah. uh, uh, you were part of yep. this event coming together. It's part so. of your rally pack kind of a thing. Right. Just, Gremlin yeah. bells and t-shirts, right? Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, and getting sponsors. Don't forget the do <laughs> so Getting a sponsor would be nice, and then the sponsor yeah. benefits usually, because yep. they get business from it. Mm-hmm. Plus, then if if they and if they do get business, then the sponsorship can continue and you know down the road. Yeah. But it does take time, though. I mean, even for the school rallies, I remember for the the one that I first started uh, attending when I when I got into the club. Uh, it was the third one they've done, and it was probably thirty people, like twenty, twenty-five scooters. Five years later, it was a hundred bikes and one hundred fifty people, and just oh. like camping out over the weekend, we took over the campsite and a lot of food and a lot of drinking and all that. I was the one in charge of, of getting the kegs. The last rally, I had to get like six or seven kegs. They were, we were out after the first night. Oh, wow. It was, it was big. And we started wow. with like 20 people like four or five years before that. Mm-hmm. Was, it, I mean, if, if you get the good buzz, it gets up in numbers really fast. But you need to start slow and, and just getting the buzz out there that you have at least people can tell that you know what you're doing. So we need a retiree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah someone that that's got have... plenty of time. He's <laughs> a busy man. But he has to be hip. Yeah. Can't be like a funny Some daddy. street cred. So you we nominate Unky Unc- Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Since he's not here, he says, hey, yeah, yeah. come in. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> not to be a downer, but um, so motorcycle industry has been real crappy lately. Yeah. Do, do people still care enough about motorcycles and get-togethers and meets to make this like a legitimate thing more than just a one-time event that's a good point it's hard enough finding someone to call up and say hey let's go for a ride let alone and that's like an hour or two let alone a whole day event maybe the event has to bring in not just motorcyclists but potential victims of the motorcycle uh, culture (laughs) you know what i'm saying like (laughs) like you have a rally where you have a rally where maybe you could enter like you, you could, it could be multi-faceted uh, where, like, maybe these people don't really know about motorcycles, but what would draw somebody in, have something there that would draw somebody in that would, when they got there, they would see the motorcycles or scooters and say, hey, you know, this yeah. might be worthwhile to me, or this, I mean, I might mm-hmm. I might be able to benefit from this, or I could save some money, or I could, I mean, like me, I like it because I save money, but I also like to work out. But, but mm-hmm. to your point, Kevin, I think it's, it's kind of different because the, the the market is down, but the people that go to those events are people that have been doing it for a while and already have the bikes. So maybe it's not directly. Yeah, but those people impact, are gonna but... die off. I mean, well, not <laughs> oh, like not like. Oh, Kevin! Wow, I still wow. think you're still right for a couple more years, yeah, man. So you, you said you're 28. So you got a long time to go. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I feel you like said 26. No, but I mean, <laughs> they don't, right? There. People get older. People get families, jobs, other commitments, and and. Then the young, the, yeah. you have the young ones, but the young ones also can bring a bad thing to the event, which yeah. youth can sometimes lead to 
stupid ideas. Douchebaggeries. Yeah, people don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> so, I mean, trust me, this this is not a new thought. It's, there's a lot of aspects to this. It's more than just, hey, let's have an event. Let's have some food and <clears> people will come. No, 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 no. I mean, there's there's so many aspects to it. and I, I don't know. It's, it's social media has screwed a lot of these things, too, because yeah. people would go to these things more often. I mean, why did people come together? Because they wanted to see what you were doing. Like, what did you do, like, for the past six months? I haven't seen you for a while. Like, I want to know what you're doing. But when you're on Facebook, you already know. And so what's the point mm-hmm. of getting together That's with true. somebody if... Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't. They don't. Inter- they don't know how to interact when they're face to face. They could interact almost better when they're tweeting or when they're they're on Facebook, and that's <laughs> yeah. As I'm being ignored well, over and, there by and, Kevin and, on his phone. Uh, the, the I'm sorry. What were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> I just saw the coolest thing on Facebook. You wouldn't believe yeah. what someone just did their bike. <laughs> ten, ten things that the, yeah. that someone did that I couldn't believe. A yeah, virtual you, rally. You won't believe number yeah. seven. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm looking up the ten things that you must have for every rally. And so, I mean, maybe I'm off there. Maybe, maybe that does, isn't the way it is. But, but I mean, you guys know I don't answer my texts. I don't answer my phone most of the time because, to me, this isn't what ties me to people. I mean, this is for an emergency, mm-hmm. and I'd rather be in front of somebody talking yeah. to somebody. Yeah. I thought it was because you're usually covered in shit when I text you. <laughs> Well, I usually am. But. Okay. That's, that's, that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other. But but it's yeah. kind of, and also, yeah, people, people that tend to go to these events have been to one before. It's it, Try to imagine to talk to anybody, yeah. not specific to any age, right. someone so, that hasn't been to any rally or any event, how do you sell the idea of, many, you're hanging out with a bunch of people offenders. that, that <laughs> they're riding scooters in a circle, <laughs> trying to eat a wiener out of a court. Yeah. Wow! When you put it like that, you have zero people coming. Well, well, okay, try, try to try to think how. So you and your buddy are gonna sit in the back of the scooter. <laughs> One of these gonna be yeah. sitting back when you're yeah. trying to eat wieners together. He's, he's gonna hold you oh, tight, great. and yeah. you try to eat a wiener. <laughs> but or, or try to. What I'm trying to say is how get them there with free beer and weed, how, and then you get them to eat the wiener. Wow. <laughs> Wait, that's the way it works. How, how, how can you design? How can you design a, a flyer? Let's make it simple. How can I make okay. a flyer that would appeal to a person that hasn't... Maybe they own already a bike or a scooter. That's not the, that's not the hard part. Right, they right. already own it. Okay. You want to put a flyer in a place where you know that scooter people or bike people hang around. A bar. Craigslist. Or... <laughs> see? That's the difference between the people that was born with technology and the guy that... Uh, no, bars will have it, sure. But how many times have you gone by any flyer in a supermarket, a bar... Anywhere. And nobody reads it. No one reads it. They yeah. won't buy it. That, that's... I pick them all up. Because <laughs> I need something you to start find, my I fire. I need a dog locker. <laughs> I, yeah. well, I do need carpentry work. <laughs> you want to find a bar that has advertisement space in front of the urinals. And let that's, them, let them put your... There's something to be no, said. in let the you, urinal. The plastic in thing the, with the urinal. <laughs> so we're yes, looking they, down. With the organizer's face on it. Yeah. <laughs> to, to your point, though, paper's cheap and you could do both. You could do both right, a, a right. paper flyer and thing just, and do an online and, and presence. And post it. But what do you put on a flyer that would attract people that have a two-wheel vehicle <sighs> Boy, um, to go don't. to it? How about, yes. how about motorcycle origami? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Maybe you don't do that. How about instead of having a 
twist. Solo event. What if you piggyback <laughs> a bigger event and then just get people who are curious and want to do something possibly? Okay, so uh, there was by curious. I can't. I can't <laughs> wait to hear this. Go ahead. <laughs> it takes a lot to put on your own event, right? It takes yep. a lot to get people to show up for something. It takes a village to put on an <laughs> to event. To put on an event. <laughs> yes, it, takes, it does. It takes an idiot to entertain a village. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so there's a lot of big events already established. What if you had a bike meeting, call it what you will, in like the next parking lot over? Um so West 25th like has like the Arts Fest the, on the whole 25th. I, just, I had this thought while ago about piggybacking like with a car culture show or something. Because mm-hmm. those crowds are... Those crowds seem to like the same right. kind of things. Yeah. Yeah. But Phil Pretty already found vintage. out what happens when you try to piggyback your event on, a, on another event in Cleveland. They won't give you a permit. You don't have to. You're not associated with the event. You're just no. having to be a... No, if it's, sure. if it's too close, yeah, just really? recently. Yeah, yeah, with, yeah uh, with the Hooli. The Hooli, yeah. Did if it's too close to another event, they don't give you the license. They're not going to give you the permit for I have to change to the subject, but did Phil turn off the air conditioning way? <laughs> probably. He probably has a remote in his... Oh, well, there, there's a little thing if you want to... Okay, so, yeah, out. that could be an issue. But when? I get the idea, at least, at least to give out the flyers or... No, I was thinking have your event the same day as the other event. Because uh, well, even just even the, the most curious person will stop by and say, "Oh, what's this?" Or maybe you rent a booth like, space. A booth. Don't don't yeah, have that be your event. Have that be right. your advertising for the event. Yeah, yeah. Go around and do it at bike night for a few weeks. Or like uh, advertising. I mean, no, no. I mean the advertising. Oh yeah, the, the manufacturers have spent. Millions of dollars on marketing studies to see why people aren't buying motorcycles, and they can't figure it out. <laughs> so, you would think that your event. I mean, well, but that's what, the thing. We're, we're we're trying to <laughs> we're trying to target people that are already on it. They just want to hang. We wouldn't just hang out with people that have no, the same interests. In theory, it should true. be easier, yeah. and the people that have been around. Not saying old, but been around <laughs> different events. <laughs> I don't know. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be fast. Kevin makes me sad. I know. <laughs> Kevin makes Kevin. me sad. Not wow. anything I've said. Not anything I've said. Not, not anything. Just the fact that I exist makes you sad. And he, it's the first time on the podcast. It took him a while to be here. You wonder why it's been two and a half years since I was last on one of these things. He makes you sad. We'll recall it that he's he's an ageist. You look down on us, old gray people. I know. No, but I mean, look, you guys see events in a different way than I do. Well, that's true, and that's what we need. Yeah. We need somebody that... Oh, no, I'm not organizing <laughs> oh, No, no not to organize it. I'm saying that you need, we need somebody... Or the, the event, event needs somebody from the old school and the new school yeah. working together to, to make it so that it the two the two groups can come together on a common ground. I mean, of course, bikes are the common ground. Right. But what does it take to bring the old school people together with the new school people? And that's and that's one of the things that I liked about the mods versus rockers. I I only did the one here, but I, like in California and San Diego, that was one of the things that you you got two totally different groups mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. usually never hang together mm-hmm. in an did. event. 
and everyone is cool and they were admiring your scooters you were admiring other like vintage motorcycles well and it was fun then you have to make it more of an event what was it um we let's see other people's events on here or no, no like no there's no all right well fuel cleveland remember last year mm-hmm. or... <coughs> i think i went last year but that's that's not just a show i mean that's that's a meetup it's there's rides there's music there's vendors it's like it's not we're not having a bike show and a meet and greet it's we're gonna have vendors we're gonna have it uh concerts food they have um photo shoots for certain stuff there's awards (laughs) and balloon guys and i didn't see any of those i was only there for a little bit though so that might have been earlier today popcorn you've got to have popcorn Ooh. You have to have Dr. Pepper smeared all over the floor. Oh, <laughs> Wait, uh, that's a different yeah, event. That's a different event. Yeah. <laughs> when is that happening? July, end of July. Yes. Is it's that a, what it is? It's, it's, it's a track. It's, a, oh, this, uh, it's crammed together. And I, yeah. <laughs> I know. When you work 12 hours a day, everything <laughs> seems to be <laughs> everything seems to be the same. <sighs> But the, the one thing I wish we had organized or we talked about, we never did, was that fu- the Rusty Bucket Race or the Rusty... Oh, yeah. Rusty Buckeye? Yeah, the Rusty Buckeye. And, you know, that's something... I would like to have done that. Yeah. That's You're not too old. It's not too late. <laughs> well, <laughs> too late, you just, got, you just got through telling us we were too old. I know. This is I, know. I don't think I ever heard the words, <laughs> you guys are too old. You said it already. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like to have done that. <laughs> but my walker gets in the way of riding anymore. Wow. <laughs> Pass me my tums. <laughs> I use tums. So that's a comment. That's oh, okay. a comment. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Free tums. <laughs> You'll have an event. Yes. We're having a bike event. Free tums. Sponsored by tums and yeah. the pens. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, it is getting warmer. Yeah. Th- those events are tricky, though. I, I participated in a couple road rally events, and they fizzle out a lot of times because... Cornhole sponsored by Ben Gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a minute. That's not right. That's <laughs> wrong. That is I see. totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, when you get your fucking so, KY intimate mixed up with Icy Hot, it's a... Oh, wow. It's not... It's a party. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying why? Now, why did they fail? If they're multi-day, it's a time commitment. People can't take off. People have a thousand other things to do. Mm-hmm. If it's yeah. a, a weekend, like a Saturday, Sunday. Especially if it's in the city, you're not going to take the effort of taking more than one. No, day. but you're you're saying the this was going more towards that rusty Buckeye. What is a Buckeye? You, it was you a can't do day, that all in eight. The days. idea was a um, <clears throat> two days, two out days. overnight, come back. Yeah. So that works. Yeah. Totally. It doesn't, even have, you know, it doesn't even have to take two full days. I mean, right? But it's still you know, it's still a time commitment. I think it's, that's the biggest thing that I could see, and that's what I hear. People are well, very busy. What yeah. I keep thinking about with this, ADV what's the thing? poor poor challenges of the bad, bad decisions oh, ride or whatever? Yeah, yeah. And I work for somebody that's really understanding about that. I mean, right. But it's still, you know, getting child care. Right. I mean, you have a family, so that's a whole other yep. set of issues. But a five-day, that's a five-day commitment yeah, yeah. to doing that. And I would think that that you could probably do it for a weekend or spend a weekend yeah, doing it. Just, and maybe yeah. in what, what's maybe three days and just to, just enjoy the ride and just hang out and whatever. Right. But to, to, but to commit five days 
especially if your job is commi- like if you're committed to you have to work to get paid then no, you're going to lose a week. Well, most of us do, Steve. We're not. No, I mean, I'm lucky. I have vacation. And, you know, I mean, I have time that I could take and get paid for. It. Mm-hmm. But if you work at a place where you don't get, where you yeah, don't have, you don't week. have the luxury or you're new to the job or whatever, mm-hmm. you don't have the luxury of getting, uh, like, I, I mean, I have six weeks vacation. I mean. Where do you want to go? Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> but I, but the no, thing I is, I save all my time, and I work. I mean, I work twelve hours a day to get my vacation. So, but if you don't have it, you're gonna have to take a week off and not get paid for it. So that's yeah, a big time commitment. Yeah. Yeah. Which brings us back to something like mods and rockers, which is great because it's a one day event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're yeah. like weird circles well, here. We've gone. From, <laughs> yeah. We've gone from what is the one thing that you wouldn't want to do without in the event to. How, how can vacation you make planning. One happen? <laughs> yeah. Vacation planning. Well, that's what happens when Phil's not here because he likes to talk. And how do you fill up empty air yeah, without Phil? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, personally, live show, music whatever. goes a long way for me. I agree with that definitely. Yeah, live energy, energy up. And Ooh, I don't think I've ever seen it. But how about karaoke? Oh God, I don't like karaoke. Uh, I mean, I'm great at it. Has but to like, the, I don't like watching. Other I'll people. listen to this. That has I'm to be the closer, man. Okay, so, you have to be drunk enough to pull that shit off. Okay, so we're that. going to Corky's tonight for karaoke. Oh, fuck. oh yeah. They have it every night. Do they? No. Uh, Come on, I'll Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> It's my bedtime now. Huh? Feeling older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, now you do. Okay, on that note. <laughs> All right, so uh, drive fast and take chances. Or do you want to keep on trucking? What's yeah. on, We're uh, What's okay. on the ticker? Kevin, one thirty. Kevin, take us out. Take us out too. Nothing else. You're the new guy. You have to sing our theme song. I didn't know we had a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, three. Ba 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 